Welcome into the Pick'em Pod from Mason Brew on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I am Luke Yardy, joined by Vaughn Lozon here tonight. No Scotty White with us, but uh, we've got his picks. Don't worry about that. But before we get into our picks for Week 11 here, big slate coming up. Vaughn, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm good, man. Uh, went 5-3 and three last week, which... You know, I'll I'll take an over 500 week any any time. I was just very ecstatic that we all got that CMU pick right. That was awesome. <laughs> a great rivalry win uh, for Jim McElwain and my Central Michigan Chippewas. Our uh, th- this That's is right. this is a That's CMU right. podcast now. This, I mean, for, forget that other school in Michigan. <laughs> um, we we are only a Central Michigan podcast at this point. But no, I'm good. Um, we're tied now. So I got to really lock in my picks this week and hope that I can kind of just compete with that seven and one week that you had last week. I mean, you, you absolutely killed it. The, I think the one that you missed and the one that we all missed was the Ohio state cover, which those, those damn corn huskers keep hanging around, dude. What's going on with this? They, they need to just blow one cover at least once. Yeah. I don't, I don't know, man. I got to quit betting against Nebraska. That's all I know. Like they, they've crushed me a couple times this year. I feel like. Yeah, well, I didn't include them this week, so we thank won't even have to deal with that. Yeah, thank you for yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, no, no Nebraska this week, and hopefully no Nebraska until you know if we do bowl game picks or something like that. We'll we'll hold off on Scott Frost for a little bit. Yeah, so let's take a look at it here. Uh, last week, Vaughn, as you mentioned, went five and three. Scotty went four and four. I did go seven and one, but I was back to. Uh, from Vaughn. So now we are tied. And I'm going to be honest with you. I, I'm I'm happy with the record that we've got, including Scotty as well. We're all above 500, but you and I, Vaughn, we're sitting at 45, 34, and 1, which is, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, picking games uh, that many correct, being 11 games above 500, we're doing pretty good. You know, we're, we're turning a profit here. Scotty sitting at 41, 38, and 1, just a couple of weeks left in the regular season. It's going to be a battle down the stretch here. Let's jump right into it. We've got Maryland traveling to East Lansing to take on number seven, Michigan State, who are 13-point favorites over the Terrapins. Vaughn, who do you like? Yeah, I just want to give a quick shout-out to the College Football Playoff Committee for <laughs> ranking Michigan ahead of Michigan State. I had to talk my uh, my crap at, at some point this week. So uh, <laughs> saying that Michigan was the more well-rounded team, that, that got a good laugh out of me when I was when I was watching that. Uh, uh, earlier this week, but I'm, I'm going to go with MSU uh, for all the crap talking that I've been doing. I, I think that they, you know, they, they had a rough go last week at Purdue. I think Maryland is just what the doctor ordered for Mel Tucker in Michigan state. Maryland hasn't really been doing a whole lot of competing this season, which was kind of surprising by me. They've, they've really underperformed this season. So at home bounce back game for Michigan state is in sight. I'm going to take the Spartans to cover the thirteen. Yeah, at the end of the day, man, Mike Loxley, he's a good recruiter. He's getting some talent uh, to Maryland, but he's just not a good head football coach. You know, I'm sure he's a great coordinator. I mean, he was there at Alabama when they had some really good years, but you look at his head coaching record and it's bad. Five and four this year, uh, two and four in the conference when they were expected to maybe, you know, compete in the East a little bit here this year uh, with two his younger brother playing quarterback. And he's had an okay season, but at the end of the day, like you said, 
They've just been non-competitive, uh, and their defense is utterly atrocious, uh, is Maryland's. 31 allowed to Penn State, 35 to Indiana, 34 to Minnesota, 66 to Ohio State, 51 to Iowa. I mean, come on, man. That defense is so bad. I like the Spartans to cover rather easily this week, I think. We've got a big matchup in the SEC. Number 11, Texas A&M, two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road visiting number 15, Ole Miss, Vaughn. Yeah, I, I can't remember if we announced what Scotty's pick was for that MSU game. Oh, my bad, picked. yeah. My bad, my no, bad. That, we that, got to do that's that. Okay. That's right. Yeah, Scotty no, I, also I, I, also I, also picked Michigan State, man. I, I got to remember to include Scotty's picks here. No, I, I, I couldn't remember if you did or not. That's uh, that's my short-term memory uh, kicking in there. But uh, Scotty went with Ole Miss in this game with the plus two and a half. And I'm actually going to agree with Scotty. I think Ole Miss is... Uh, I don't know how they're uh, home dogs uh, in this matchup. I mean, A&M's got a good team. Don't get me wrong, but Ole Miss, they've, they've been playing pretty well, playing good football. I like them at home. Uh, and, uh, you know, I always got to pick a home dog at some point in these picks. So why not Ole Miss? Give me Ole Miss. I'm, I'm with you, man. I love I love the lane train, and maybe that's going to be the downfall of me. You know, I can't stay away from Ole Miss. I love Matt Corral. I love that offense that's averaged 524 yards a game. I'm guessing that a, a lot going into this. Uh, the power ratings had, you know, Texas A&M coming off a big victory over Auburn last week, whereas two weeks ago Ole Miss lost on the road to Auburn. But I think that was more of a spot game for Ole Miss when they lost to Auburn. I mean, Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU, they they had some nice wins rolling there, you know, and prior to that as well. And it was like, man, eventually, you know, that schedule is going to catch up to Ole Miss. Nice get back game against Liberty last week. I think Ole Miss is bouncing back here. I'm taking them plus the points at home. So we're all on MSU. We're all on Ole Miss. How about Purdue visiting number four Ohio State, Vaughn? I think this is going to be a really boring podcast because I think we're kind of I feel like the energy in this podcast right now, we're going to go three for three with the same picks because Scotty went with Ohio State with covering the 21 points. And I'm going to absolutely agree. I think Ohio State's offense is just too much for Purdue to handle. And I actually think Ohio State will have a much better defensive performance than what Michigan State put up last week in West Lafayette. So, yeah, I'm going to take Ohio State, 21 points. They weren't able to cover last week for us, but I think they're going to be able to cover this week, uh, even though it's a larger point spread. So give me the Buckeyes. A contraire, my friend. I oh, like I like interest. the I like the road team to cover here this week because it's at twenty one. I think this is around a three touchdown score, but I think it's like a nineteen twenty point victory for Ohio State. Look, I still think there are some question marks in that Ohio State secondary at the end of the day. Uh, I, I know they've been playing better as of late. But when it comes down to it, David Bell is really damn good. And Purdue, they love to play spoiler, though. I don't like that they're ranked. You know, that's why I don't think they're going to win. If they were unranked, you know, this is a good chance to go on the road to Columbus and win, given their history. But since they're ranked, I think they're going to lose. But I do think they're going to have enough offensive success to keep it within, you know, the three-touchdown mark uh, at the shoe here this week. So that's the first one we've got different. Here this week. I like it. I'm I down. love it. Yeah. Let's do it. Absolutely. How about Mississippi State traveling to number seven Auburn? Five and a half point favorites are the Tigers. Man, yeah, th- this one I've kind of been going back and forth with. I mean, Auburn has been just such a strange team this year. They've been 
They, they've been wishy-washy for, I mean, the games that they perform well, you don't really expect. And then the games that you think that they're going to put up a, a good performance, they don't end up doing it. So I don't know, like it, it's at Auburn. I guess I'll just go with the home team at this point. I mean, if I'm going back and forth, might as well just go with Auburn uh, with the five and a half. So I, I guess reluctantly I'll take Auburn. I'm not confident with this one, but that's what I'm going to go with. Yeah, you know, Mike Leach, he's generally a, a seven-win team each and every year, no matter, you know, where he's out outside of, you know, a couple of nice years with Texas Tech, but even at Washington State, you know, maybe at a, a year or two there. But for the most part, he's like a seven and five, eight and four kind of guy. So on the road to Auburn, this is kind of the one that, you know, Mississippi State probably loses because Auburn's ready for him here this week. And I do like the home team to cover five and a half against Mississippi State. Uh, I've got, you know, Bo Nix as much as I make fun of him at the end of the day. He's been starting since he was a true freshman. He's got some experience at home against, you know, a Mississippi State team that allows a little over 220 yards through the air per game. So I like Auburn to cover the five and a half this week. ACC battle. I, I feel like there's no one in the ACC really worthy of top 25 recognition, but here we are with two of them. Number 16, NC State at number 12, Wake Forest. Wake Forest, the Demon Deacons, one point favorites, Vaughn. By the way, uh, Scotty, did have Auburn minus five and a half as well. Yes. And also late, late addition here for Scotty, because I wanted to be fair with him since he's not able to uh, join us for this podcast, because when he initially put his picks in Ohio state was a 20 and a half. And I just want to make sure that he was good with the 21 points, but he's actually switching to Purdue. So you guys are on the Purdue. Okay. Train. All right. He, and when and, and the reason I said this <clears throat> was because he originally had Wake minus two, which is what it was when I first put these in, and now it has been bet down to one point. Scotty's going to stick with Wake Forest, and I'm going to pick NC State. I like uh, the Wolfpack in this game. It, it's just one point, so it's not like they really have to do a ton of work here. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I like how they've been playing recently. I mean, they've been pretty consistent – offensively and defensively really outside of the Miami Florida game, which was an anomaly. But if you put all of that into consideration, held Louisville to 13, uh, held Boston college to seven, although Boston college isn't anything to gloat about, but playing at Florida state uh, is never easy. And they won by two touchdowns there. So going to wake forest who kind of had a uh, comeback to earth game last week. I feel like uh, wake forest is going to continue down that path and they've got to lose at least one more of their games, and why not against a ranked opponent? Uh, I'm going to take NC State. I like NC State to win outright as well here this week. Look, NC State, you know, obviously everyone remembers the Clemson game getting the nice win there, but you look at their last five, and they've got some good wins on the schedule. I mean, as good as you're going to get in the ACC, I suppose. You know, probably they lost by one to Miami. Should they have lost that game? Probably not. NC State, they're a decent football team here this year, whereas Wake Forest, I love them, man, but that defense is just wild. I, I don't know what to do to expect from them. I can't bet on them here this week. I, I like NC State. I think they're the more complete team. I think they're going to go in and get the victory. Like you said, you know, Wake Forest, they had the magical season rolling, but once the wheels fall off, they can fall off real hard, and I think we're going to see that here this week. By the way, Scotty on the other side of that one, he's got Wake Forest minus one, so it could be an opportunity for Scotty to get one on us here as he's trailing by four games in week 11. Yep. Yeah, I mean, he's going to need as many wins as he can at this point. So he's, you know, it's coming coming down to crunch time here. So um, hopefully for Scotty's sake, Wake pulls out a win here. 
Into the Big Ten, again we go. Minnesota coming off a really bad loss. Last week they traveled to number 20 Iowa Hawkeyes. Five and a half point favorites at Kinnick. Can I just say I hate the Big Ten West this year? They're, they're I mean, so yeah. annoying. It's, it's I mean, it, horrendous. It's, unbe- it's unbelievable, man, uh, how Minnesota, the, they get ranked last week, and then they just drop an egg. And uh, you can never really predict what's going to happen in the Big Ten West. Illinois has had uh, a couple interesting games. Nebraska's hung around for a really long time. I'm just going to go with Iowa, having them be the home team. Five and a half isn't a ton. I don't trust Minnesota at this point, so I'll take Iowa. If this game was four hours later, not a question in my mind where I'd be going, but I'm actually going to lean with the Gophers on this one to cover the five and a half at Kinnick. Uh, And at the end of the day, first of all, as you mentioned, the Big Ten West is a total mess here, but I think Minnesota got a little too caught up in themselves, right? They saw they were ranked in the college football playoff. They're like, man, we got a chance in the Big Ten West. I mean, technically they still do. They're still 4-2 and in the conference here. So is Iowa. This is a big game for both of these teams. At the end of the day, Iowa's offense just kind of has stunk out loud as of late. Ever since scoring only seven against Purdue, if they can't generate turnovers, they can't generate offense. Lot, uh, scored seven against Purdue, seven against Wisconsin, only 17 last week against Northwestern. I think Minnesota can get the job done enough offensively and take care of the football. I like Minnesota to cover the five and a half here this week. Scotty is on Iowa, minus five and a half. As we roll into the Big 12, number eight, Oklahoma, five and a half point favorites. They travel into way to take on the Baylor Bears, Vaughn. Yeah, I'm taking Baylor here to win outright, actually. I, the, Oklahoma, it, it's it's been one of those years where they've just been able to barely squeak out win after win after win, and road environment at Baylor. Uh, Baylor's been really good this year outside of a couple games. Uh, they lost to Oklahoma State, but who hasn't? They only lost by 10. And uh, they, I mean, Oklahoma State's a really good team and, and then lost to TCU, obviously, last week. Very emotional game for TCU. But I think Baylor is able to bounce back and actually give Oklahoma a run for their money. So I'm going to take Baylor with the points. And if I were betting actual money on this game, I'd probably just pick them straight up on the money line. So give me Baylor. Yeah, I don't know if I got a ton of confidence in Baylor to win, but I got enough confidence in Baylor to keep this one close to cover the five and a half for sure. I mean, you look at it, the numbers are eerily similar for both of these teams, and really they've they've pretty much played the same schedule here this year, except Baylor, you know, they were able to get the seven-point victory over Texas, as was Oklahoma, but uh, Baylor was never really down in that game quite like uh, Oklahoma was to Texas. Tough loss last week to TCU. I think that had something to do with TCU playing for the interim coach, you know, in, in emotional game something like that I think Baylor bounces back here this week not enough to get the victory over Oklahoma but enough to you know keep it close a three four point game against the Sooners and finally we've got a big one in Happy Valley number six Michigan just one point favorites as they head into unranked Penn State at Happy Valley Vaughn by the way Scotty also Baylor five and a half so we're all on the board there He's got Michigan minus one in this game. Vaughn, who do you have? Yeah, I'm going to take Penn State plus one in this one and kind of hope that I'm wrong, sticking with my strategy of emotional hedge bets. I love um, I love the good <laughs> emotional hedge, friend. I do. I love them. Man, and I am going hard with the emotional hedge bet this week. I, I want Michigan to win and keep things interesting in the Big Ten East, but if 
they end up losing this game, uh, their season is all but over at this point. You'd probably expect another third or fourth place finish uh, in the Big Ten East division. So I don't know, man. I mean, historically under Jim Harbaugh, this is one of those games that they end up going in as a road favorite and they end up losing by at least two touchdowns. So I don't know. I want to be wrong, but until I'm proven otherwise, I'm going to take Penn State. Uh, and I hate to do that because James Franklin is the devil in my world. And I would want nothing more than Michigan to take him down at his own place uh, for the first time since 2015, actually uh, Jim Harbaugh's first season as head coach of uh, Michigan. But for this, I will take Penn state reluctantly at the end of the day. I think these are two very, very equal teams, but the big difference for me is I think Michigan's biggest weakness on the defensive side of the football is their linebacker play against the run. Penn State, their leading rusher is Noah Kane. He only has 293 yards and four touchdowns on the year. This is a team that likes to throw the football, and they do it pretty well. But at the end of the day, in order to beat Michigan's D, you have to beat them, You know, push them around inside on the line, get some good yards. I don't think Penn State's going to be able to do that. I think Michigan's going to be able to run that ground and pound a little bit better. I think Sean Clifford with that knee injury isn't as mobile as you know he would like to be, which I think helps as well. So I like Michigan to cover the one point in Happy Valley this week. Going to be a huge week in determining our standings here on the Mason Brew Pick'em Pod as we hit the final stretch of the season against, again, Vaughn, 45-34-1. I'm 45-34-1. Scotty, 41-38-1. So a big couple of weeks left here. Vaughn, where can we find you on social media, man? Well, before I plug myself, did you tip your hand as far as what the Ohio State pick's going to be with them failing to defend the run game? They've got a good one at Travion Henderson. Should I just punch you in for Ohio State right now. I mean, we've I've got the spreadsheet up. Buddy, I don't care if Ohio State was zero <laughs> uh, zero wins and Michigan was undefeated. Whatever the spread was, I'd probably take the Buckeyes in this game until I'm proven <laughs> otherwise. Full disclosure, I put money on uh, Ohio State to cover uh, before the season began. I, I, I'll have to go back into DraftKings and, and see when I put that ticket in, but probably some somewhere in the April, May range. But anyways, you can follow me on Twitter at Vaughn underscore Lozon. Give Maze and Brew a like and follow on all of our social media platforms and be sure to like, subscribe, five-star reviews, all that good stuff. We'd really appreciate it. We do really appreciate that, and we'd love to have your feedback as well. You can find me on Twitter at Luke Giardi, L-U-K-E-G-H-I-A-R-D-I. As always, uh, please gamble responsibly, but hope it's a winning weekend. For Von Lozon, I'm Luke Giardi, and we'll see you next week on the Maze and Brew Pick'em Pod.